you're listening to Interested in Everything. This is my interview with Linnea. She had a pretty rough few days at the beginning of the trip with um, bad seasickness. Uh, but she um, seemed to have quite a nice time of the trip overall. I'm working my way through the voyage group today. You, we are joined by Linnea. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Very, I'm, I'm very well. How is the voyage going? Oh, the voyage. The voyage has been uh, a wave of delight and despair. Oh, what? That isn't... That's a very poetic, a very yeah, poetic way. I, it is. I was thinking of all the seasickness I had in the yes, nausea. You were, you were quite, you were quite. Ill, I was right? very seasick. I was so unpleasantly sick. Was it for a week? Sick. It was it for longer than that. Well, it was when we left St. John. I had three good days, and I thought, that's just it, I've got ceilings, I'm a natural sailor. (laughs) (laughs) And then then we hit the swell of, like, three and a half metres, and I started vomiting, and basically threw up for the next five days. Did you throw up anything in particular? I can't can't remember if it... Did I throw up anything? I threw up on on Ollie. Yes. (laughs) And I also think I threw up on Oscar, and I threw up, I think, on Have the names beginning with O that you just aim, aim towards? No, no just, it just, was just, just anybody in random, the, in the spontaneous, vicinity. anyone within range. <laughs> so, kind of while that was happening, did you, did you think, oh, I've made, a, I've made a mistake here, I don't want to be here, I want to go home? Yeah, well, I did. I actually did. did I, I really thought, can I get off in the Azores? Really? And, and what would happen, and would my husband, what would he do, and, you know, and so forth and so on, and charted it all out, yep. and then I got better before yep. I made any plans. So um, on day five, I mean, it was it was actually, to be honest, not just the seasickness. It was the um, the combination of the four twelve midnight to four a.m. and then the four a.m. to eight thirty. Yeah, it's like it's like day. I got tired and yeah. then I got nauseous and you know fatigue and I, nausea. I and fatigue I, and nausea was just like I've read that those that, that those are connected. I've, I've read that the, the, the tired you get, the more susceptible you are. Yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. To because I think eventually on the fifth day I slept for like twelve hours yeah. and woke up and felt great. Yeah, and and it was fine. And so it was like for the next five days after that. I was happy, and yep. we went into the Azores, and I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> then we left the Azores, and I started throwing <laughs> up again. <laughs> Damn it, it's good. Oh, yeah. Coming back again. Coming back again. But again, again, it was immediately after that 4 a.m., and then uh, rather midnight to 4 a.m. and 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. watch, uh, and then I got seasick again. I think and so. Those, I think it's the fatigue that really yeah. triggers it in uh, me. Uh, I get tired. I, th- I think it's those three days where you have the 8 till midnight, the midnight yeah. till 4, and the 4 yeah. till... Uh, whatever it is, four, yeah, four yeah, forty eight. Uh, they're just killers. Uh, they and, are. and back to back, they're terrible. You you don't get a proper night's sleep for three nights, yeah. and, and, it's and your body clock goes crazy. And yeah, yeah. and I, I can't do it. So my, the the way my body collapses is by vomiting. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like okay. You know, <laughs> so then I then I then I stop working. Like I go off watch, and yeah. I just sort of lie around in my bunk till I get better. So it's it seems it doesn't seem incredibly reasonable to me to have this kind of schedule. Like I could do the midnight to 4 a.m. watch if I had it every night because I would adjust my sleep yeah. schedule. Or if they had you maybe a, a harsh watch and then a nice watch and then yeah. a harsh watch and then a nice yeah. watch maybe. Yeah, if there was like a skip. Like if you could do the 12 to 4 a.m. and then 8 to 12 noon and then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it was like, it, yeah, like you say. It's tricky, yeah. you know. No, uh, it's I'm tricky not, and I'm, I mean, yes, the British Navy has done this for centuries and it works for them, but it doesn't work for me. No. I'm too old. <laughs> I think they sort of toyed around with it with the JST. I, mean, I think I've been on it a couple of times, and mm. I think they've 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 mucked around with it to try and 
to try and get the best the best watch. Yeah. And I guess there aren't many of us, so kind of they have to have it. Yeah. The thing is, I'm I'm a nocturnal creature, yeah. so I would be more than happy to have the night watch every night yeah. Yeah. if I could sleep in the day. But then again, say I've gone to sleep at 4 a.m., bing bong, 7.30, time to wake up, yeah. happy hour, wake up, set sails, wake up, yeah. and it's it's like, there's just not enough time to recover. No, no. And anyway, that's my that's my yeah, groan. No, that's no, my groan no, about no, the whole I mean, thing. I think I think it's, mm. it's a very fair point. I think that mm. people that are thinking about coming on this yeah, need to understand that, 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 that it, it's a, it's a working ship and, you, and your yeah. and your crew. Uh, yeah. And it's not a holiday where you can just you know, yeah. It's definitely not chill a holiday. And, uh, chill. It's, yeah. And and the truth is, some of the most magical moments on this boat for me have happened in the twelve to four a.m. watch. Like what? Well, as we were coming into the Azores, we were. Um, motoring through uh, a, a rather intense squall of rain and we came out the other side and then emerged from under this bank of cloud into a full moon starlit night mm. and the, the light of the moon and the stars reflecting and shining off the cloud the, like when I say a bank of cloud I mean from horizon to horizon just like a wall of cloud all rolling and turbulent and stormy the silver light of the moon was was magnificent and the boat on the water and it was suddenly like being you know peter pan and wendy flying through <laughs> never never land it was just magical um, yeah. quite a few people have, have said things things like the moon and the sun and the sunrises and the, and the sunsets do you, yeah. do you think that being on a tall ship you're kind of closer to that sort of stuff um, well i mean there's actually much more engine sound than I had anticipated yeah. on the it, tall it's ship. Noisy, isn't it? There's the, it's noisy. The generator's always on, yeah. and often we're we're under engine instead of under sail. Yeah. So, um, for me, the, the the sound of the engine sort of gets in the way yeah. of the sunrise and the sunset. Not to say that they're not absolutely gorgeous. God, I sound like such a complainer. <laughs> I mean, this okay, yeah, yeah, it's okay. But it qualifies things, that's all. Yes. You know, it, it mediates, moderates, and it's sort of like oh, this incredibly beautiful red, orange, yellow sunset or sunrise. And there's engines. <laughs> there's engines. And I, I'm fortunate enough to have been in many places in my life where uh, the sound of enginery was absent. Yeah. You know, yeah. in Canada, northern Canada. And it's... Um, I just like the sound of birds yeah. better than the sound of engines. <laughs> what were the uh, what, what were the Azores like? The Azores, they were passionate and fiery hot and beautiful and rugged, solitary islands in the middle of the ocean. They sort of burst out of the ocean like volcanoes, the, green, lush. <laughs> they were beautiful, with these black sand beaches tucked behind. You know, Portuguese little towns. Yeah. Good food too. Yeah. Very good food. Yeah. And cheap beer. <laughs> and cheap beer. <laughs> and a really good Peter Peter Sports bar. Was oh yes. Brilliant. We went up in in yeah. in bar eventually. Yeah. Um, so, what's your watch been like? What's my watch been like? Because you're my watch team. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm on Peter's watch. So you're you're off. Oh God, come on. Uh, off starboard. Off starboard. Yeah, off you're after us. Yes. I love my watch. Yes. I've fallen in love with my watch. My watch is full of wonderful, interesting, bold, intelligent, creative people. I love my watch. Excellent. 
I really love them. I love all of them. Yeah. All of them. They're yeah. all different. We're all we're all alpha personalities in our own way. Oh really? But what we do is we get along. Like we we, we seem to recognise each other's strengths and 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 areas to be improved. Yeah. And it's like we balance each other really well. So when we're on watch, we have a great time. That's, that's excellent to hear. Yeah. Um, I think one of the key things the JST does is is integrate people with some sort of disability with with people who don't have any kind of visible well, disability. Visible. Yeah. Um, how, how do you think that's well, how do you think that's worked? And and um, has it changed the way you kind of feel about disability in any way, or, or changed the way you think about yourself? Is there things you can say about that? Hmm. Well, one of the people on our watch. Um, gets around often most of the time with a wheelchair mm-hmm. and I have been deeply impressed with how agile she is mm-hmm. in the wheelchair and um, that there's nothing that I'm doing that she can't do yeah. I mean she climbed the rigging you know she got out of the wheelchair and climbed the rigging yeah. Yeah. and it's like that was fantastic and um At the same time, it takes her more time to accomplish what I accomplish, and so I'm, I'm beginning. I've begin. I've, I have understood how to uh, support her doing things more quickly when she asks. Because you're her buddy, aren't you? I'm her buddy. And, and, and is buddying what you thought it would be? Um, well, the, on the first day, we had a very frank talk about what sort of buddying did she need yeah. from me. And she said to me, just wait till I ask. I'll tell you when I need you. And for me, that works really well because I'm very independent. She's very independent. And so, um, yeah, but buddying has turned out to be fabulous. (laughs) I mean, I really like it. Um, Has it changed my perception of people with disabilities? Um, I used to run a biodynamic farm outside of Ottawa. And we had uh, people from the Larsh community coming to the farm every week. So I was already responsible for integrating people with disabilities into the farm, the regular farm routine. And uh, uh, that was actually my first encounter in working with people with disabilities. So I think being on the Lord Nelson has not not been earth shattering in terms no. of oh my god no. people with disabilities are actually but, fully functioning but, human beings but, th- but I, I think for some people that that, that, that has happened uh, yeah, i think I, so I too. To people yeah. where it has I been a, so too, right? it's been a life-changing event yeah uh, like yeah. yeah i think it has and I, I think what i think is that um what what what, J, what, what living on J on, on the lord nelson has brought home to me is um maybe a sense of my own frailties mm. you know and how the invisible things that I struggle with um, how do I say this it's like it's, it's changed my attitude towards myself in making myself making me gentler with myself yeah. maybe yeah. making like allowing me to accept my own frailties yeah. Yeah. In, a, in a kinder way um, because I'm it's sort of like well why not like you know, everybody has issues that they're dealing with, and some are visible and physical, and some are invisible and emotional or intellectual and mm. spiritual. Mm. And just because I can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. No, I think that's a very important thing to say. I think, you I know, think that's, I think yeah. 
what would you say to, to, to someone who was thinking about um, thinking about coming on a, a JST? Mm. Well, at this point, on day 27, I think it is, or whatever, 26, I, so, yeah, 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 I would say um, maybe take a bit of a shorter voyage first <laughs> and get to know how seasick you get. Yes. Because <laughs> that was an important part of my experience. A, a true learning. Yeah. And, and also, um, you can do it. You can do it. You can push through whatever challenges you're faced with, whether it's seasickness or um, physical or, or invisible disabilities or arrogance and pride in your perfection. You can break through these limitations and, and, and I think become a better human being. And do you think you'll do any more JST or any more sailing? I, I expect I'll do more sailing. I mean, I've got sailing experience in the past, but it was mostly in smaller vessels. Um, in fact, it was all in smaller vessels. This is the biggest ship <laughs> I've ever been on. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think I will. Um, I'm not sure how soon that will be because the truth is, this was a little expensive. Yeah, and and yeah, you know. So I don't know how soon it will be, but I would definitely consider doing it again and again. So I would just knowing my own limitations. Like I would come on and say, okay, I can't do three nights in a row of, you know, four-hour watches. I just can't do that. I'm really sorry. I, I need, you know, at 56 years old, I need to have one night of good sleep yeah. in there. Yeah. So it would just be knowing myself better. And, yeah. mm. uh, and I think lastly, has there been one uh, one, little, one little highlight, one little, one little thing, be it, be it a person or, a, or an mm. experience or a, or a, or a little, little moment? Well, the night before last, again, we had the midnight to 4 a.m. watch, and I walked out onto the bridge, and the stars opened up before me like I had always imagined they could be when there was no light interference. The I have my arms in the air, <laughs> waving my arms wildly above my head, and it was just, it was magnificent. It was me and the universe encountering each other in a very intimate way and and to be honest that was one of the big reasons why I came on this transatlantic voyage was to see what the night sky looked like looks like yeah. without artificial light yeah. pollution so yeah yeah made it for me did it for me well thank you for that that's, uh, yeah. that, that, that's perfect yeah. Um, yeah. thanks so much for speaking with me and, uh, yeah. um, thank I'm, you I'm going to go to bed now I'm tired <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for the interview Will it's thank fun you. to think about these things cheers, cheers. cheers. Have, a, have a good night you too